October 26th? Yes. Uh, the year 2004. What's new? Uh, how are you doing? Well, well, give us a call if you want to. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. You know who I just thought of that we never got to talk to on the air? Who? Ingram Slice. He just called, actually. Here's the... All right. Okay. Let me go through all the... We'll cover Ingram Slice. we okay. got the hideout headline. i got an interesting email I want to share with you. Uh... The website, I'm not going to say what it is now. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it in a second. You have to get to RadioHideout.com. Once again, somehow we've topped ourselves in the most disturbing. You know what? I'm going to say bottomed ourselves. Okay, you know what? That works too. Uh, the show has hit the all-time low, and there's video of it on RadioHideout.com. It's the funniest, most disturbing thing I've uh, ever seen. So yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. I loved it. I couldn't either. I couldn't stop laughing either, dude. But I'm telling you, I'm disgusted. I'll say this. Ashamed. I think the zombie porn is great. <laughs> that's tomorrow. And, oh. that, and that's just as creepy. Oh, you should have heard Ron and Fez when they were watching the zombie porn. I just walked by the uh, Pride 2, and they uh, stepped in to watch it with Bateman. And everything was, ooh! Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Uh, I was making the same noises, but you were excited. Yeah, you were. Yeah. In fact, who are, so who is it? We got zombie porn You're tomorrow. You're punching yourself in the groin for some reason. Who's this? All right. Stop it. Who is, who is this tomorrow we're talking to? Joanna Angel of BurningAngel.com. All right, we'll talk to her tomorrow. Zombie porn to get you in the Halloween mood. Part you of know, the will be in on Thursday. The zombie porn is one of the few things I'm going to ask her to send us a DVD of. Because I want to watch that thing full length. All right. Well, we'll uh, that'll be in tomorrow night's hideout. Was about full I, length? I almost laughed as hard at that as I did uh, the new video on RadioHideout.com. So hit up the website. You're going to have links to all that stuff. Uh, David Lytall from RedefeatBush.com is going to be in the... Is he actually coming in studio, Bateman? I think he's actually going to... Is he going to be in here? Oh, sweet. Looks like he's actually going to stop by. How about wow. that? Nice. RedefeatBush.com, obviously being the hippies that we are. And once again, I want you Republicans to call in and try to defend your president, your president for another six days. Um, also, astrologer 
Deb Dillard, she sent me an email at uh, jfkhine at AOL.com, and she says that she can correctly predict hmm. um, who's going to end up being the next president. All right. Uh, is uh, Deb bringing in some food? I don't think so. Is David bringing in any food? I don't think so. Damn. What happened to guests bringing in food for us? I used to love that. That doesn't happen on this show. Oh, Mantan, by the way, was the low scorer oh, wow. in the RadioHideout.com Fantasy Football League. So he is going to have to execute the stunt. He can't be in tonight. He'll be in tomorrow. Cool. And um, we got to talk about what it is we want to do to Mantan. All right? And how far we want to take it with Mantan. Come from what I understand, he already has some attitude. Does he? That's what I'm hearing from Bateman. Bateman, get in here real quick. I want to get a little bit of the story. All right, Bateman, get in here. And now Bateman's going to be pissed that I brought this up on the air. What's up with uh, Mantan? Well, we know Mantan. No, no, it had nothing to do with the stunt. What was it? I just said it was very weird because I called him today, and he's like, hey, you know, I work at a restaurant. It's lunchtime. I'm really busy. Like, as if I was, like, calling him all the time to distract him or something. It was just very strange. But you said, what were your exact words? I said it seemed like he had some sort of attitude, and I don't well, know where that was coming from. You know what? I've had that attitude with people who didn't deserve it before because I'm actually really busy, and I need to take it out on someone. So I can understand that. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. It's not my fault he drafted four tight ends. <laughs> all right. Get out of here. And by the way, I barely beat him. Barely by two points. Um, so we have that coming up. First of all, Dubs, as we, uh, we've uh, begun doing, I want to share something with you. It's the hideout headline of the night. And this actually comes from Detroit, Michigan, Dubs. Nice. The Detroit Pistons will award a ring to a randomly selected fan on November 2nd, the same day the players and coaches will raise the banner celebrating their NBA title and receive their rings. The team is making the gesture as a thank you to the fans who supported the Pistons during their run to the championship. And there it is, your hideout headline of the night. That's that's just showing you that Detroit keeps on getting cooler and cooler. See, this is my question to you. Coolest thing ever or an absolute trap? I think it's one of the coolest things I've ever heard of a team doing. Why would you say it's cool, Dubs? Because, uh, uh, you know, the fans are the people who keep that the sports alive. And, you know, if you want to pay back the fans just a little bit, I don't see a problem with that. But a championship ring. Yes, a championship ring that they that uh, basically the fans have paid for. They paid for all the talent that they got. If no one was showing up to the games, that team wouldn't be around. Here's my thing. That's fine, and that's why you get the bragging rights as a fan of that team. Hey, I won. You know, my team won the championship. But if I were an athlete in the NBA, a John Stockton a Carl Malone, a person who never, ever, ever got the ring but was a Hall of Famer. Well, you never... And, and some douche in Livonia, which is a suburb of Detroit, is going to end up winning and getting an NBA championship ring. That is the most horrific thing I've ever heard. You know heard. what? Maybe uh, John Stockton is a fan of Detroit, and he has a chance at that ring. Well, not, well if he buys he's, a he's ticket... Had, he's had a better chance at that ring than any other fan or most other players have ever had, it, and he hasn't gotten one yet. And do the fans really help win championships? Yes. I don't think so. Without the fans, you don't got any revenue, and you don't. if you're playing in front of a home crowd that no one's cheering at, you might as well be playing at a crowd that, you know, you might as well be playing an away game. All right, let me ask you this, Dubs. Sixth man. So what, do you, what about this, J-Dubs, seriously? From now on, for whoever wins an Emmy or an Oscar, 
Do we pick some randomly randomly selected person who ended up buying a ticket to, let's say, I don't know, Braveheart you know, or whatever you know what? if, that year? If uh, Mel Gibson or whoever wants to give his Emmy away. No, 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 not his. You know, let's say the actual body, whoever it is that gives out the Emmys and the uh, and, and the Oscars and those things. No, because it's not the N- NBA giving that out. It's the Detroit Pistons. So it's like a Mel Gibson saying, hey, my fans have done a lot for me. I'm going to give them one of my Emmys. You bring up a great point. Why is the NBA allowing this to happen? This, Why not? This is a treasured prize. Who cares? It's what they've, they've wanted. It's, in fact, I'm, I misspoke. It's you know, not a prize. It's, a, it's an honor. You know what a travesty is? In the NFL, if you win, you know, your, uh, you know, if you win the Super Bowl like New England has last year and uh, a couple of years before, they give them to even their broadcasters. You know what else is hacked to? What are they going to start doing now, J-Dubs? Are they going to start inducting? What's a great sports town where, like, Philly fan, let's say the the uh, uh, the Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl this year. Are they going to induct the Philadelphia fans for being the 12th man and maybe put them in the ring of fame at the new stadium in Philadelphia? It's asinine. If they want to give away a ring, I don't see the problem with it because those rings are thrown around in that, those teams now like they're nothing. Jafter, you're in the hideout hey, on JFK. What's up, what's up, bro? Not only do you get the ring, but you get a Detroit Lions tattoo on your arm, too. That's insane. <laughs> and you know what? And you, you know what, Jafter? You bring up a great point. I think Dubs is the only fool who thinks this because he actually feels like he's playing some sort of a part in the Lions being 4-2 and two this year because he got a tattoo no, on his No, no, no. Even when people congratulate me on a good game, I'm like, yeah, because I practice real hard. Uh, Jafter, what do you... Oh, sorry, but I didn't realize... I want to know what he actually thought of the... We'll call back, Jafter, 866-277-4960. We might as well have him get the meat of the issue. Right. I just wanted to talk about you. Well, he had a great point. You're stupid about your tattoo. I'm not stupid about my tattoo, and you called me up and congratulate me. What do I say every time? I never call you. You always call me and congratulate me on uh, if the Lions win. Like you know this why? Weekend. You know why? Because you're a stupid, insane Detroit fan, like the rest of the people. They're in Auburn Hills, Michigan, believing they deserve they, a ring. No one has said it, it didn't come from an outcry from the public saying I deserve a ring. It's because Detroit's cool enough to say, you know, okay, I want to give one ring out to one fan and, you know, get some good PR out of it. Because when it comes down to it, that's what it's for. It's not for the fans. It's for the PR. And that's even stupider. Um, You're oh, talking about cool. it, aren't you? We got the, uh, the Belcher Fat Kid news that we're going to be uh, doing in a little while as well. Yeah, I'm talking about it because I think it's a travesty, especially as a fan of the NBA. I just don't think it's right. And I'll You're tell one you, of the very few. And I'll tell you this, too. I think it's also stupid for uh, broadcasters to be getting rings as well. And I here, think that's absolutely ridiculous. And Well, then why is it stupid for a fan to get one, then? Because a fan, they aren't doing it as a job. You know, they aren't, doing, they aren't paid to talk about the game. They're actually there paying money every day to go see the game. No, they're not. They Maybe they get one ticket from their uncle, like you do every year for... Lions, Thanksgiving Day. Jafter, you're in the hideout again. So, Hefe, what kind of ring is this? Is this like a Franklin Mint ring that you can buy for like... No, this, no, is, this is an actual championship ring this, uh, from the NBA. Yeah, this is the... Well, actually, I guess it, you're right. It is the Pistons who make the ring. They designed yeah. the ring, and they're getting one extra that I guess they're going to raffle off or give to a random fan that's at the Palace that night on November 2nd. Oh, that, that's pretty stupid. It's Bush League. It is Bush League. Then you know what that is? That's minor league baseball stuff, J-Dubs. How that's, so? That's a professional yeah. basketball team. Because, One of the, the, most wi- because the Wizards franchises. haven't won 
because you guys haven't had a championship here in a while, you guys are getting kind of sour. I don't understand. So are they giving it to like a season ticket holder? Or that, I, I would guess. Could... I would. I would guess it would be a season ticket holder. You know what? What if it isn't? What if it? In fact, what if it's just some random douche who ended up wanting uh, winning tickets from like the Riff and ends up going to opening night and they end up getting good it. for and, him. And then he's going to sell it on eBay. Yeah, and that's what's going to. And you know what? That's the other thing too. That fan isn't going to cherish that ring. They didn't do anything for that ring. Neither they happened okay. to watch the team. Okay, then the starting five should be the only people who get a ring. No, not the people warming the bench. No, because they, they obviously okay. contribute. What, what if a what if a guy no basketball. What if a guy never got on the court? He never made it on the court all season long. Should he get a ring? Yes, because they he was also part of the practice squad. Who or cares? He was, he was he part didn't. of practices. He didn't do anything. He Dude. sat on. The, he watched the games just like all those fans did. But he contributed in practice. He did things behind the scenes in practice. But the fans contributed money. No, they didn't. They did too. And what do you think they? they, did, what, do you think they pay, what do you think they pay? Get a ring. Thank you, Jack. All right, guys. All of them together get enough to get a ring. I was just going to give a simple One ring. story, a simple hideout headline of the night to talk about how stupid the Pistons were being, and here you are with your asinine points of view. I think we got some people on there that want to agree with me. No? None. Absolutely none. No one hate that you control the phones. Um, all right, so anyway, there it is, the hideout headline news of the night. Coming up, by the way, uh, we'll talk to the cats from uh, readyfeetbush.com. Oh, uh, I'll, a little uh, update for you. Uh, today's game, Spurs 98, Mavs 94. That hurts. <laughs> In fact, um, who brought you that? Corolla? Yeah. It's ironic. John, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, I was uh, I was calling to talk to you actually about Alex. I hate to really change the subject. Cause Alex I, Corolla? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was a little bit put off tonight. Um, you know, when I was listening to Ron and Fez, listening, I met Alex Friday night at Coyote Ugly. Mm-hmm. And apparently he didn't have a ride home. Okay. And... So he and I hung out for a little while, and we had a couple of drinks there, and then we went over to Nation for a little while. Okay, Nation in Southeast, right. I, right. Uh, I, uh, I went there on Goth Night. Right. So we hung out together there, and on the way out, you know, it's closing time, and on the way out, someone spilled something on my pants, so we had to go back to my place. Okay. So I could change. And, you know, Alex is such a nice guy. I really enjoy his company. We had a great time. You know, he, he, he's a little bit nervous. He's constantly rubbing his neck. Well, and, no, that is true. You know, then before you know it, he was rubbing my neck. Okay, now hold on a second. Wait. Wow. All right, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Now, it's all right, first of all, if you go to RadioHideout.com, you said you met that night at a Coyote Ugly. We have the video up uh, under the video section of the Corolla uh, gay music video. And um, it's the funniest, most disturbing thing. Did you see? Did you? You were there for the filming of that, I guess. Yes, I was. How come you didn't introduce yourself to me and Dubs? Well, you guys had already gone by the time I actually walked up and started talking to Alex. All right. So you and Alex Corolla met at Coyote Ugly. Right. Now, um, Corolla, do you remember this guy, John? No, I don't remember this at all. This didn't happen. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. So, all right, now, wait on, hold on, uh, first of all, for those of you that wonder what the music video is, all right, here's the music, this is the song for the music video that is uh, all over the internet now, being spread everywhere. Now, Corolla, you met John after Dubs and I left, and you spilt something on his pants? I didn't meet any John after you guys left. 
I didn't spill anything on anyone's pants. I definitely wasn't rubbing anyone's neck. Now, hold on. Now, oh, uh, Ogre Lunchbox, I don't know how soon after did, that you left. Did you happen to see any of this, or were you already gone? Well, what happened was is he came to me right after the show, and, and he said to me, you know, if you'd like to leave, it's okay. I've got another way to get home. And I said, are you sure? And he came up with some story about how he was going to go to the Metro and take the cab and everything. And I looked at that's him and I asked did, him right? one more time. Yeah, that's right. I asked him one more time. I said, dude, are you sure? And he said, I'm all taken care of. Everything's fine. No. And then that was the way we left. What's wrong with you? I mean, yeah, that's true. I did get a ride, but not with this guy. Who'd you get a ride Jag from? Jag gave me a ride in the WJFK uh, mobile. Jag left when we left. Jag left when I left. No way, in man. Fact, yeah. I got a ride with him. In fact, I was walking out, and he offered me a ride, and I was like, oh, dude, I there, live on a metro. It's no big deal. There was three other people in the car that can vouch. John, what, uh, so what ended up happening that night with you and Corolla? Well, you know, I'm not really one to kiss and tell. I don't really want to get into details. Yes. You know, but I hear him talking to this girl, Sarah, on the air. Right, the, the you know, uh, girlfriend. I'm a little bit put off. You know, I mean, I welcome this guy into my house, you know, in a limited you way into his my house? life. I mean, no. for God's sake, he met my cat, you know? And, and, then, and Is now that what you call it? he doesn't even know who I am. Well, sorry, man. I like chicks, and I don't remember you. Now, where are you guys going to go this weekend? We're not going anywhere. Well, apparently we're not going anywhere. Now he's busy with a girlfriend. That's right. I, I hate you. Never call me young, again. And I know he's, you know, very corduroy clad. and which that is, is You're always grateful. wearing corduroys. I've got and, jeans on today. But you, if it's not those jeans. You know, I understand all that. John, I apologize, man. I don't like for our interns to go out and use people if they meet at live gigs. I really do apologize, and hopefully yeah. we can make it up to it's you. It's certainly not your fault. It has not, it's no one's fault. It's just, And now that he's just completely denying even knowing. How far did you get with even him? even worse. You know, I mean, so he wanted to experiment a little bit. That's fine. I'm a grown-up. I can take these kind of things. You did give him a ride. What color was my underwear? Did, did you take it? Yes, he did take it. Thank you very no. much. All right, John. No, Thank man, you. what is this? This is, I no, this never happened. This never happened. Are you calling our listeners and people who come out to our live gigs? Are you calling them liars? Yeah, John is a liar. And you went. Radiohideout.com. Dubs, it appears we have a new music video we need to shoot. Yep. I'm not, I'm not even going to argue with you guys. <laughs> uh, why would you? John just said it happened. He's lying. He, 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 must, he knows a lot about that night. Dude, I, and we know you didn't ride with Jag because he left when we left and you were still there. No way. I left with Jag. All right, hold on. Jag just sent me an instant message. says, I did not give Corolla a oh, ride Oh, come off. on. You're lying. It has it right here, oh, man. It has it right here. You point at the screen. You can make anything up. I'm pointing at it. What do you want? Radiohideout.com. See the game music video. It's the most disturbing thing ever. And it appears that's just going to be one in a series Dude, of music videos. I did videos. not sleep with this guy. <laughs> He didn't say you slept. All right, I didn't do anything with this guy. I didn't go, hey, John, how you doing? No, that's not me. I don't do that. I don't like guys. I don't like dudes. Dude, you were you like were packaged. Dude, dude, dude. What? You were in a weird mood that night. Hmm. I was a little buzzed. Dude. What? Dude. And remember, you also uh, ignored Michelle that night, too. Dude. I didn't ignore Michelle. Dude. It was... 
Will Adell, you're in the hideout? Hey, how you doing? What's up? Hey, I was at Coyote Ugly's too that night, man. And um, Corolla was definitely with the guy at the end of the night. All right, you know what? Now we have Kawhi. And look, I want to say this. doesn't matter. It so does not matter. All right? But I don't want to hear from dejected listeners, from people who come out to the gigs called up pissed because you're ignoring them now well, that's after tough. you go do stuff with I'm not them. gay, so I don't want any calls, and I don't want them to call me anymore, and I don't want them coming near me. I, do you know how easy it is? If I was able, hey, every whore that I uh, slept with around town, stop calling up here. We got to constantly dump out of the phone calls. <laughs> Girls saying to you, it's, it's huge. Maddox, you're in the hideout. Dude, I saw him with that guy, dude. I went back to their house, dude, and we had a little fun. And let me tell you, those panties smell sweet in person. Dude. Again, corroborating evidence. I don't know what's going on tonight. Three witnesses. They're lying. Three witnesses to your one. They're stonewalling Let me. Ask you, you, you don't have a witness. You're the only witness. I. Well, John gave you a ride home. No, because you're pissing off our listeners. Well, running I'm them, sleeping with them, and run them I away. Didn't sleep with him. I did not sleep with that guy. You know what? Maddox. You know what? What? Radiohideout.com. The first music video that you're shooting. The next one will be shot at the next live game. What did I do to Taking a break. This? Coming back. Let's talk a little politics. I'm all ugged out now because our interns are using people. <laughs> Corolla's using guys. I'm not. I don't hate you guys. Redefeatbush.com. If they haven't left, they're in, they're in next. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Men the DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Come to the hideout. I realize you've heard us say this before, but because this is an election year, I have to say it again. Think for yourself. After you questioned authority, you aren't satisfied with the answers you hear. You have the power to change authority this year. Every vote counts. The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. And welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. We point you to the website, once again, RadioHideout.com, to see the greatest video ever made. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's right there. It's available to you. Time to talk a little politics, J-Dubs, and uh, feel free to uh, participate. It is your American, I can't believe it, one week. Less than that. Is today Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. God, I'm so confused. So a week from now... 
We, we will, should be. We, well, I doubt we'll it. have no idea yeah, but. Uh, who ended up winning. But um, we're going to be here watching it very um, closely as the uh, returns come down at the presidential election. We'll he, be curled up in the corner crying or jumping up and down. I will literally yeah. dance a jig outside. If, uh, Is if, that a racist thing? Not at all. Outside, if Kerry wins, I will be very happy uh, doing some sort of a little dance, Dubs. Now, um, you and I have had a lot of people on the show before. We've um talking about this. We had, what's his name? The dude from the DNC. I forget his name already. Terry, I think. Yeah, uh, well, it wasn't McCall. We're not that big of a show. Um, but we did we did get somebody from the DNC to come in. By the way, J-Dubs, as some O'Reilly always likes to say, uh, the Republican National Committee refused to come into the hideout. They uh, they feel yeah. they weren't able to hold their arguments against us. Yeah. So uh, so um, but uh, but we've had a women against Bush, um, just countless number of people. The guy from the Lone Star Iconoclast, who uh, who also backed uh, Kerry, was in the hideout. Yeah, we've done that, a lot of that politics. That was out of uh, actually Crawford, Texas. Crawford, Texas. Yep. Now I am proud to welcome in, actually probably one of the first people, or at least one of the first websites that I heard of really starting this whole, not I'm not going to say bandwagon, but really starting the push. Bush, yeah. um, RedefeatBush.com is the website. Uh, David Lytell, welcome to the Hide. How are you hey, doing, man? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm doing great. It's a great day. Uh, you, um, you must be a very, very busy person right now. I'm always on the website. It seems like you have countless numbers of uh, activities going on, not only around town, but just almost nationwide, too, right? Yeah, we're strongest, really, in D.C. and San Francisco, which isn't surprising, uh, places where there are a whole bunch of people uh, who would like to see Bush redefeated. Uh, but, yeah, we've, uh, we have not only uh, on our calendar a huge listing, uh, thanks to a number of other uh, partners that we work with, the Virginia Grassroots Coalition and others, to put up the events uh, that Democrats and others can get into, can go to uh, today, tomorrow, uh, this weekend, uh, right through Election Day. Uh, that stuff's on our calendar. We have a great event coming up Thursday at uh, E-City Cafe in Tyson's Corner. Uh, Bush on the Brink with uh, Dr. Justin Frank, who's a psychiatrist. He wrote a book called Bush on the Couch. Oh, yeah. D- oh, yeah. Ron and Fez interviewed him, didn't they? Um, I th- yeah, we did, actually. Yes, we did. Yeah, interview. I remember that interview. Just talking, kind of looking at him, um, I guess, from a psychological point of view and the way, like, even in his mannerisms and then how that translates. It was actually, it was a great... It was a great interview, if I remember correctly, yes, with the uh, boys. Like, uh, even, like, some of his, his things that you see him do on the off time, you can see how he's psychologically damaged from whether it be his father or... Well, that's what I remember the guy saying, too, was a lot of daddy issues, which yeah, I think oh, a lot of us have already kind of come to, a, a you know, decipher, but... Also, a lot of stuff with his uh, younger sister dying when he was very, really young. Right. And, I forgot about that, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, well, so that'll be a lot of... Book, what he's doing for us is a, uh, an event called Bush on the Brink, and what we're going to talk about, I'm, I, I think, to some degree, what happened in the year 2000, at least if you're a Democrat, is there were crimes against democracy that were committed that we just couldn't imagine and in part we weren't prepared for them because we couldn't imagine them what you uh, wouldn't think you just hold on real quick you just wouldn't think that that other americans especially when it came to the political system the great american political system you didn't think that there would be people so underhanded or that enough people would be standing by and watching it happen and not doing anything about it literally have the election stolen away and robbed from the American people. And I did want to ask you about that. 
I guess that's obviously the way you feel in redefeatbush.com. Yeah, well, redefeatbush can mean uh, redefeat in a number of different ways. Uh, it can mean we beat his daddy, we'll beat him. It can mean he lost the election uh, and he still got himself elected or appointed president, uh, and um, we're going to beat him again. Although I, I think one of the, the fun things that I've been having is correspondence with some of our members, some who think we should just print up a W, a W, a circle with a W, like the W uh, symbol for the president's campaign, so that the day after election we can put it over the R and it will say we defeat Bush. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, or a couple other people said now you should put an ED, a sticker on an ED, so it can say redefeated Bush. Well, now, I was going to ask you what what happens, um, you know, once I'm not I want, I want to say a week from tomorrow, but once we finally do figure out, you know, that he loses or, or whatever, once the election is done, let's say he wins. What happens then, God forbid? Well, what happens to us, probably, I mean, I, I can probably answer that more easily about what happens to us than I can about what happens to the country. Uh, but uh, probably Redefeat Bush will be reborn as CarrieNation.com. And uh, we will invite the people of Carrie Nation to join us, the women of Carrie Nation, uh, the sportsmen of Carrie Nation, the windsurfers of Carrie Nation. Right. Now, what kind of... Uh flack have you gotten from the right wing on your website i mean are you catching a lot of it i mean you know, you've been invited on shows and stuff that kind of stuff oh i mean yeah you mean yeah i mean you get invitations to kind of be the team that you know traveled playing the the harlem globetrotters but you right. know they lost every night and it was a drag and i don't know what those guys got paid but it can't be worth it no i, I turn all those down i don't want so like o'reilly and hannity and all those cats hey why don't you come on and we'll cut your mic off that kind of stuff well actually no i i mean i sent my uh back uh gosh a couple years ago uh, when i was with a different company democrats.com uh, uh my uh, business partner bob furtick who still runs democrats.com uh appeared uh, on O'Reilly, and he did a damn good job. You know, I mean, he absolutely stuck to his guns and said what he came to say. And uh, O'Reilly was actually a little flustered by having someone talk back to him. Yeah, um, that's always the best. And for those of you who've seen Outfoxed, uh, that movie, that was uh, that was always fun. You got to have a game plan when battling those kind of guys. Get to your message real early. Repeat your message over and over, like they will do to you. Exactly. Um, but no, let me let me finish the story about what I think is going to happen on Thursday at this E-City Cafe thing sure. at uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, I think Dr. Frank, who I haven't met and haven't heard, but I uh, haven't heard speak, but of course I, I read his book very carefully, and we've talked uh, on the telephone and exchanged some email. I, I think what he's going to talk about that I think is important for Democrats and just anybody that's, that's uh, you know, not a strong Bush supporter to think about is Bush has a messiah complex, and it's going to be impossible for him and his supporters who see him as an agent of God to admit that he lost the election. So what, in fact, we might be facing as a crisis this time is not a vote-counting crisis, but the crisis of the candidate who lost the election refusing to concede, and for that candidate to be the president of the United States. Oh, how, how wacky would that be? Yeah. It, well, I, that's something I hadn't even thought of, but you, now that you lay it out there like that, you could see something like that happening. I'm telling you, no matter if Kerry wins, it's it's going to be even crazier because you know the right's going to raise so much hell. You know that somehow Rove has an idea of what they can do if uh, Kerry ends up winning, and that's interesting. The fact that hey, we're not leaving the White House. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and stay here. Well, we have a poll on our site that says when will Bush concede the election to Kerry, and the choices are immediately after the networks announce a result. 
after he calls Kerry to congratulate him. Three, only after the Supreme Court rules against him. Four, Thanksgiving, after calling out the armed forces. Five, Christmas, after fleeing to Texas. Six, after the Electoral College votes in January. And seven, never. And I got to tell you that overwhelmingly people are voting never. Because that was one of the mistakes that Gore made in conceding so early on. He just should not have. Uh, David uh, Lytell, readthefeetbush.com, hanging out in the hideout, 866-277-4969. If you got any questions or concerns. Now, Dubs, I came up with a little thing. All right, I'm trying okay. to break it down to the uh, to the most basic of terms. Okay, uh, I have what I call a Bush scorecard, and uh, it's sports season. It's baseball season, so you know we'll do it like this. Here's what I here's what I remember from from the president. All right, We're voting on in a week. Flip flops on the war on terror, saying that we will win. Then he says we can't win. Then he says we'll win, and then just yesterday, I guess he says, it's still up in the air whether or not we can win. Creating the world's most dangerous terrorist hotbed in Iraq and having no plan to get us out. Also ignoring the genocide in the Sudan, and people forget this is happening by Muslim extremists as well in the Sudan. Again, creating more terrorists, but he's turned a blind eye to it, kind of like he has in Afghanistan. Destroying all actual alliances, and you can't do that nowadays. As much as America wants to admit we're strong, we're strong, we're strong, yes we are. But the world is so much smaller now. You can't be an isolationist the way that you were before. Uh, the deficit, people talk about having their $300 check, and hey, I got my $300, and I was able to go out for a nice night on the town. We got a new DVD player or a new uh, stereo system. Um, but in return, you got crappy schools, crappy health care, and not enough support for cops, firefighters, and troops. Creating the largest government in history. And this is something that people refuse to say, and I'm the only person I've ever heard say it. 9-11 happened on his watch. And people don't like to say that. 9-11 happened on his watch. He had nine months to stop what happened on that day. And people refuse to say that. I'm, I'll tell you this, and I don't know how you feel about this, David. Do you think Kerry's been doing a good job of campaigning? Because I think it's been atrocious, basically ever since he got the nomination uh, from the from the Democratic Party. I don't think he's been out there enough talking about these issues right here and pointing out the fact that Bush has just been horrible. Well, I mean, the campaign is not the campaign is focused as it should be on the people who are who decide in the last two weeks. It's remarkable to me. I, I went to the... I those people. Well, the fact is, it's just like baseball. You know, it's the World Series. Plenty of people pay attention to baseball who don't pay attention to baseball any other time of the year. Politics is a lot like that. I, I looked up the statistics and kind of averaged them, and about a fifth of the uh, electorate reports having decided, uh, going all the way back to all the elections to uh, 1948, uh, report deciding in the last two weeks. And 5% of the electorate decides, reports historically, they decide on election day. So it's true that Kerry is not framing his presentation to talk to you or to me, to people who are hardcore partisans. 
But I don't think Kerry has been unskillful in addressing people who are just beginning to pay attention and might be motivated by things that are different than what motivate us. Well, I just I think he can I think he could do more. I think a lot of people think he could be out there doing more. Now, Dubs, we're talking about what will happen a week uh, from tomorrow night. Yeah, we actually have um, Edwards, uh, Senator Edwards' wife, talking to somebody, don't we? Yeah, uh, over in Pennsylvania. All right. Harry's going to take PA. I know that. I'm just that there's going to be riots afterward. Uh, uh, well, not, not if we win. We're going to have to. Thank you very much. Do you think there will be riots if uh, if Bush wins? Cause I think I could see that. I, I know there will be a lot of protesting either way. It's just it's going to be in, like uh, Time Magazine says, like Ron has said before on the Ron and Fez show. It's just going to be such a divided country. I mean, no matter who ends up winning, it's going to be so divided. And I don't know where you go from here. I don't know how you try to get everything back together. David solved the problem. How do we get everyone back together? Uh, well, I think if we didn't have a president that was pouring salt on the wounds, you know, that was pouring gasoline on the fire on, in the culture wars, that would certainly go a long ways to kind of calming things down. The fact of the matter is Bush is the most extreme right-wing president that we've basically ever had. He's, and his strategy for getting himself reelected is to stimulate his base. I think Kerry, you know, much to the disappointment perhaps of uh, uh, part of the Democratic Party, Kerry Kerry's a moderate. He would govern from the center. He would kind of reassert the centrist tradition. There would be a whole bunch of things that uh, moderate Republicans could support him on. Uh, and I just think, you know, if you stop beating people up, eventually they heal. Um, we're talking to uh, David Lytell, RedefeatBush.com. They've got a, a gig coming up, East City Cafe in Tyson's Corner, for Bush on the Brink with Dr. Justice uh, Justin Frank. He's the guy who wrote Bush on the Couch. And, um, Dubs, I think we have one of the commercials, I guess, from Redefeat Bush. Do we have that around that maybe we can play, too? Um, you also you brought in a whole bunch of stuff for us. What's uh, some of the stuff presents. you brought in? Oh, uh, yeah, I brought you Redefeat Bush condoms. Uh, don't get screwed again. <laughs> Uh, famous reader. None of us have sex on this show, so, um, what else? Oh, except for Corolla. Right, well. And that remains to be seen. <laughs> uh, Rita Feed Bush umbrellas. Uh, we got, uh, if you go to the Rita Feed Bush website, we actually, we did a, our first umbrella big brigade today, uh, and the media turned out for our, uh, march across the Memorial Bridge. Uh, with, uh, you know, from the Lincoln Memorial over to Arlington National. You make money doing this stuff? I mean, is it just a passion? Is it a side gig? I mean, how are you, um, I mean, you seem like you're pretty consumed with it. Uh, I do this and I manage another political committee that is, uh, uh, has a less sharp partisan, uh, uh, take to it. I also run Scientists and Engineers for Change, which is a, a different kind of a political committee. Hmm. All right. Let's, um, let's hear this. Let's hear this. Which one do you have up, though? Which you know? uh, the one I have up is condoms. Oh yeah, go. Yeah. Ladies great. and gentlemen, not the president of the United States. My fellow Americans, while we still have not found any weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, here in America, we have uncovered a confirmed cache of condoms of mass destruction. Intelligence sources say these CMDs are being sold by an organization called the Committee to Redefeat the President at RedefeatBush.com. The condoms say, don't get screwed again on the side, which Dick Cheney assures me is not funny. And if that weren't bad enough, the committee also sells redefeat Bush buttons, bumper stickers, T-shirts, and lawn signs. Their avowed purpose is to raise money to register a million new Democrats before Election Day and vote me out of office. This is a clear and urgent threat. I 
urge all loyal patriots who support my war for re-election not to visit redefeatbush.com and do not purchase any redefeatbush.com merchandise. Thank you. And God bless America. Paid for by the committee to redefeat the president. Didn't you guys advertise on the station? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. We we uh, on the day that uh, Bush and Cheney testified before the 9/11 Commission, we did uh, uh, actually uh, played a couple of times uh, a about a two and a half minute piece uh, that purported to be uh, Bush and Cheney's testimony. We asked ourselves, what would happen if they actually told the truth? So we did a little, I, but by the way, all these voices are done by the same guy who's just a brilliant radio actor. Do we have that one? Um, I'm not sure. I tell you what, well, yeah, let's, let, we... let's take a break. We'll come back because astrologer Deb Dillard is also here. And she said, she wrote me an email saying that she's uh, going to be able to predict who exactly is going to win. So we'll take a break. We'll come back more with David Lytell of redefeatbush.com. By the way, Dubs, I don't know if you noticed. Um, do you know how to put on a condom? Yes. It's on the inside of these redefeat bushes. I can teach you sometime. <laughs> Open carefully. Great. Open carefully. Pinch, place, and unroll. Lube up. Hold on tight. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We're going to find out who's going to win the election with astrologer Deb Dillard next. God, she better have good news. Let's take a break of the hideout. More after this. 866-277-4969. It's the hideout on 106.7. The WJFK. Your favorite hetero show. Don't be ashamed you're entertained. Two straight guys sitting in a room. LFA and G-Dubs. They like trucks and guns and girls. Now who's the mo? Me. The Hideouts. RadioHideout.com. RadioHideout.com. RedefeatBush.com presents Redefeat Bush Theater. You're listening to live testimony by President Bush and Vice President Cheney before the 9-11 Commission on B-Scam Radio. Well, of course, you know how we met. Goodness knows the whole world knows the story of how we met. I asked Dick to find me somebody good to be my vice president, somebody I could trust and open up to and get close to. And he, well, he chose himself to do that. Oh, Mr. President, uh, you're being too kind. I'm sure it was you and you alone who decided we should get hitched. So anyway, uh, Dick had this operation going to secretly dispatch the uh, former U.S. ambassador to Pakistan, Tom Simons, to threaten the Taliban if they wouldn't let us build a pipeline across Afghanistan. Which is, uh, let's get it all out here, the key recommendation that my secret energy task force came up with. Sure, sure, that's right. So the pressure we were under from our friends in the oil industry to get that done, even if we had to use soldiers to do it, was at that point, well, let's just say, very intense. And so we delivered a clear threat of military action against the Taliban in, what was it, Junior, July of 2001? Uh, July, that's right, yeah. Or just about five weeks before they dispatched the terrorists to strike us. And Dick wants you to know. Right, yes. Uh, I want you to know that I'm really, really sorry about all that, and I promise I will never do it again. And I said to myself, well, you know, I think that that is just about all we need to know about that. The American people accept your apology, Dick. I accept your apology, Dick. So you see, that pretty much wraps up the whole 9-11 thing. Just a little diplomatic snafu that escalated into a disaster, but that has all been handled now. That will never, ever, and I mean it sincerely, ever happen again. 
This has been the testimony of the President and Vice President of the United States before the 9-11 Commission. You're listening to B-Scam Radio. That was RedefeatBush.com's Redefeat Bush Theater. If you'd like to help throw the bomb out, log on to RedefeatBush.com and join us. And now, back to Infinity Broadcasting's lame attempt at affirmative action. The Hideout. Washington's 106.7. WJFK. Was that you still on the radio? No. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. By the way, Corolla, I just want to tell you, you were a hit. Your music video has been downloaded a record number of times already from the website, RadioHideout.com. Um, by the way, tomorrow, I know we're talking a lot of politics now, but for the rest of the week, tomorrow, we're going to have, I forget what her name is, uh, zombie porn. Yeah. Uh, which I was watching earlier is, uh, just completely disgusting. Do you feel out of place yet, David? <laughs> Joy. Uh, no, zombie porn, no. No, absolutely. I mean, it's mainstream stuff now. Right. Joanna Angel, BurningAngel.com. She'll be in tomorrow. Porno Dan will be in on Thursday. And then I will have my little brother... Uh, debating my mother, uh, my little brother from my dad, uh, dad's remarriage. He is a uh, avid Kerry supporter, and he is going to destroy my mother. And how old is your little brother? Fourteen, <laughs> and he is going to hand it to my mother, who is uh, forty-six. What's his favorite movie? Uh, Fahrenheit 9/11. <laughs> and he's just gonna. It's it's gonna be fun to hear a kid make my mom look silly. Uh, so a great rest of the week lined up for you. Um, 866-277-4969 is the phone number. And um, Dubs, you and I uh, are sitting here with uh, David Lytell of RedefeatBush.com. We were talking about some of the stuff they have going on, and we'll continue to talk about that. As uh, they go to the website, they got a lot of stuff like really in the area. They're based really heavily here in D.C., also as well in San Francisco, and kind of uh, thereabout. He's got a whole bunch of uh, bumper stickers for us. He gave us the umbrella as well, which is perfect for this time of year. We also have another guest that we're going to bring in. I figured if we're going to do it, we'll just do it all now uh, politics-wise because it is exactly a week uh, from today in which we'll be voting for president and other offices, which, by the way, I want to say when we're talking about Kerry, I don't think he was doing a good enough job going around um, helping other senators, uh, who are running for other uh, for offices, helping for uh, representatives. I already filled out my ballot, Dubs. I actually voted uh, yesterday. Did you? I uh, decided to go ahead and go absentee um, and uh, voted in the uh, in Maryland because I live in Maryland. I saw uh, Tyler Durden, who's on the uh, um, the website, RadioHideout.com, did the same. He voted for the libertarian guy for president, but he vo- uh, voted for uh, the Democrat for Senate and uh, Democrat for Congress. Um, but anyway, um, so get out there, vote, do your thing, make everything happen. There's only a week left. Now, Corolla, let's uh, make sure that we can talk here from our guest. It is astrologer Deb Dillard. Now, you're called Deb's the Horoscope Lady? I am called Deb's the Horoscope Lady on KOL Radio. So, uh, where, where is KOL it Radio? It's actually internet radio. It's AOL's uh, in-house radio. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey. AOL for broadband. If you'd like yep. to uh, hook up and... Uh, here, uh, the, uh, the astrology, call 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025 for a free trial available for broadband. And then you can hear Debs, the horoscope lady, Debs, Deb. David of RedefeatBush.com. Hey, how you doing? I figure all, we all hang out. Now, Debs, you sent me an email. Um, you've been, I guess it says here, over the last two decades, um, 
you've been, I guess, making predictions every day since like 1976. Um, you do a lot of stuff. You're really popular on the KOL. Um, you can correctly pick who's going to be the next president of the United States. I would bet you dollars to donuts. Really? Yes. Right. yes. Mm. Now, we had our That's other... a weird form of currency. Whatever. I'm okay with that. And now I'm hungry. Yes. I, yeah, I apologize. I heard you all earlier. Yeah. I could have gone into mom mode and well, brought you all chocolate chip, chip cookies. I oh, heard, that was you know. Pepe. He's always hungry. Yeah. No, that was you. You were the one begging for yeah. food. And please leave and come back with food. No, all right. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, you can, you know, obviously David here, redefeatbush.com has been working very hard to try to get people out to vote, registering new people to vote. Obviously, I think we know who we want to win, as do the rest of us. You can decide, you can tell us what's going to happen. Yes. All right. And you said not even for this one, but you say for the next election yeah, next too, two, right? Next, next two inaugurations. All right. I'm excited. Let's, okay. let's We're going to find out now, J-Dubs, who will be the next president of the United States. Now, we had Jamili the Psychic in. Yeah. And she said it was going to be Bush, right? Yes, and it did. crushed me. Yeah. She also said the Redskins would lose the first game of the season. Turns out that's only one of two that they've and won. And she said they'd also uh, go to the Super Bowl but lose in the Super Bowl. So uh, they won their first one, and they don't look like they're going anywhere near the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, in fact, your Lions have a better shot. So, But I think Debs, the horoscope lady, is going to do a lot better. Okay, let me get started here. Well, first of all... Um I am what's called a sidereal astrologer, and that's what you're reading the last 20 years. So I actually look at the uh, constellations and the stars as they're lined up to the constellations, okay? So uh, looking at this, George Bush is actually a Gemini. I think uh, what do most people say he is a Cancer. Yeah, no, he's not. He's a Gemini. Uh, he's got all this first stuff in Cancer. And a lot of astrologers are saying right now and this is why you know i had my publicist go out and send this stuff out because i'm thinking no this is crazy a lot of astrologers are saying because he's having what's called a jupiter return which happens 12 24 36 you know 48 yeah every 12 years people are really excited they're really happy and it's a really great time well not necessarily what that means is is there's a lot of stuff going on doesn't necessarily mean good stuff right and i'm gonna leave you with that because god knows we just don't want to say it all spit it all out right now I know. Man, I want it all. I know. I know. See, that's like such a guy thing. Yeah. You, know, you just want to do it out. right now. You yeah, know, right. let's do it right now. No, 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 no. I'm not interested in foreplay, honey. Well, see, <laughs> and that's why you said earlier, like nobody in the station's having sex or something. Yeah. Come on, see, you gotta slow. Get into it slowly, slowly. <laughs> all right, John Kerry, on the other hand. Now let me see. And you were saying you didn't think he'd done, or was it you, David, or saying you didn't think he'd done a good job of, uh, I didn't. No, I you were saying, right okay, I'm sorry, it was blaring in there, I didn't know who no, was talking. Don't worry about it, we all sound the same. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, he's not really a Sagittarius. Tropical astrologers will say this guy's a Sagittarius. Well, let's face it, he's not known for telling jokes. No. And he's not, like, right out there. The man is actually a Scorpio, and Scorpio rising. See, when he was born, the sun was actually in the constellation of Scorpio, not in Sagittarius. So I he figure all this stuff out. I so look at the stars. I look at the stars. And they tell you stuff? Yeah, they do. They, like, they talk to me. How, they, they talk to you? Well, you know what? That is my Choctaw name. Rabbit who uh, converses with the stars. But oh. that's another story. All right. So at any rate, okay. So what he's got going on election day, he's got a lot of stuff going on, too. And it's very active, and it's very exciting, and it's very happy. Now, this is the one I love leading in with Good this. So far. John Edwards, God loving. John Edwards Cute. is going to be taking a pay cut in the next couple, four years. And you know what? If he has to become vice president of the United States, 
he will be taking a pay cut. So that means he'll have less money than he would have as a senator. Exactly. And having his interest in his um, By the way, law all, firm and all the rest of that other they, stuff. They all get rich. You know. They all well, the law. I have no problem with money. I think money's fine. I don't have any problem with money. And I saw you shaking your head saying, no, he's not going to make money less money as vice president. But what he will make less money doing is he's going to have to get rid of some of his holdings, doing all that stuff that you have to do when you become vice president or president. Right. That's why he's bringing in less money. Not that so his this paycheck. Is good. This is looking good. This is good. looking good. I'm saying it's okay. going to be John Kerry, not only uh, 2005, but also in 2009, because what's causing Saturn is going up in his chart. And when Saturn rises in somebody's chart transiting, that's when you're out in the public. You're out in the public eye. George Bush, on the other hand, his Saturn is dipping below. So, and I see you looking happy over there. But this is what I'm actually am predicting. John Kerry. Wait a second. It just seems to me like you told me that Kerry's winning. Next two times. And he is for the next two times. But also, but also, President Bush. This is what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do with Jimmy Carter. I think when he gets out of office, he's going to go down to Texas. He's going to be offered a new job in February by something. And he's going to get a new calling. And he's going to do. Minister? Not quite minister. Corn. Would you stop? I'm please. just wondering. I'm wondering. You know, no, I actually think the man is going to do something with his life because Pluto's going into his sixth house next year. Do something with his life that kind of makes up for the last four years. So he's going to feel guilty about no. what he's done to the country. He's gonna, he will not could. feel guilty. Guilt's a different thing. All right, but you think but he's he going to make it up to the country? Yeah, he's going to channel it in. Uh, I think he actually will do something with education down there. Yeah, because he didn't do anything. No, he hasn't Wait, done anything he's, for the last four years. He's no, going there back you go. to high school? Is no, that what you're telling me? Not. I have a prediction on Bush's next four years. And this is and David. Say from... it in two words, celebrity golfing. <laughs> well, David you know, he may Bush. actually be doing that for two years. I think for the next two years. But after that, his income drops. So he won't be doing the circuit. You know, he won't be doing all that stuff. No, it's fun to hear him speak, so. though. I mean, it really is. So this is what you see in the stars. and I this sure is do. And this is actually... Have you have you did you get two thousand correct when you were doing this? Actually, I did. I got uh, we have we have uh, I'm president of the Astrological Association of Northern Virginia. Congratulations! Law, I, it's not that big of a deal. It's like it whoever tough. will take it. No. You know, it's one of those organizations. Who can we have take it this time, right? Yes, now, yes. have we found the perfect person that would enjoy having a star named after? Oh, very cute. Yes, you know. All right. So, any rate, I do um, cute joke every once in a while. It is. Um, <laughs> So, you know, we have this, what we call no guts, no glory panel. And, you know, you're supposed to, if you're an astrologer, you're supposed to predict things, right? Yeah. You know, live or die by your predictions, you know, and you're not going to be right 100% of the time, but, you know, you better be up there darn close. So can we crank call you and give it out your home phone number? No, not, no, no, not the Come home. on, put no, it on the line. Give them the, get, I, well, give them the website. Right. You know, that you can give my website out. Don't give the home phone number. What is the website? I don't even it have is, it in front uh, of me. Oh, it's on there somewhere. It's my birth chart. Dot com. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, that. see, there is. Birthchart.com. Yeah, and they can email me and complain and do whatever they want, but God knows, don't call. Deb's the horoscope, buddy. That's fact, it. We'll put that up on the uh, radiohideout.com. We're going to put up redefeatbush.com as well. As David is uh, hanging out with us, um, did you create the did you create the whole thing? Was this completely your brainchild, David? The redefeatbush.com? Uh, yeah, it's my project. I, I can't claim credit for having uh, thought of the phrase redefeatbush, um, but. Uh, when it was uh, when it was presented, I looked at that and I said to the my friend at 
uh, Bob Furtick at Democrats.com, I said redefeatbush.com should stand on its own. I mean, it has a tremendous potential. And basically the idea was to see if you could turn this tchotchkes into money and uh, money into uh, politics. All right. And that's basically how it works. Now, as far as uh, you, Debs, Debs the horoscope lady, can you predict anything else that's going to be happening? Yeah. How about this? Let's both socks. Are they finally going to do it? They're up 3 nothing now. I know. I know. And my husband's at home watching it right now. You know, he's uh, – I don't have – if I had their uh, coach's birth data, I could predict it. All right, it. you know what? Uh, let me get Lunchbox in the back to look up uh, Francona. All right, let me get yeah. somebody back there. Terry Francona, who uh, is the coach, the manager uh, for the Boston Red Sox, find out what his birthday is, and we're going to see whether or not it's really going to happen. Are the Boston Red Sox, are they actually going to end up winning the World Series finally? Wouldn't that be exciting? Now, let me, everybody always asks, yep. people who are astrologists, yep. uh, psychics, that kind of stuff. Are you, first of all, are you the same thing or yours is more scientific, right? Yes. Uh, you know, and I've got plenty of friends that are psychics, but uh, it's so easy to be a snake oil salesman, you know, and just, uh, well, it is. It is. Fighting words. And, David, well, you believe in this stuff? Honestly, I see here you're looking you've at got me. You've your arms crossed. You just, you know, ah, that's okay. Uh, look, I, you know, I've got a Ph.D. in government. I am a doctor of government, so I'm, I'm a social scientist. I, I look, I, I understand a different truth. I, I have no idea whether or not uh, astrology um, can give us insight into ourselves. But, I mean, I'm prepared to believe that there are a whole bunch of things that we haven't mastered yet. De Debs, do you have a doctorate? Uh, no, astrology? No, no, I sure don't. Not in astrology. You don't get those. Actually, well, they do have a university now, but that's another story. Uh, I remember astrology at Texas Tech was hard. Everybody thought it because they thought they'd take it because it'd be easy. It was the hardest class that you could take at Texas Tech. You actually had to learn about the stars. You had they to thought learn. it was one of those things where you need to go in, you're hanging out in the planetarium, that kind of stuff. Oh, you're saying astronomy. What? Not as, well, it's, wait, you know what? That's what a lot of people think. They do. And that's, you know, they look at me, and most people are a little disappointed when they see me because I don't have. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. Well, because I don't have, like, on four shades of eyeshadow. You know, I don't look like Zelda the no, Wild you're Woman. Or, you're beautiful and you're you president. Do. And I'm here. You know, and I, I don't look crazy. Now, this is what I was... Ah. Why don't? <laughs> ah. Ah. Uh, what I was going to ask you, though, is like 9-11. Yeah. Did you see... 9-11, uh, the dead guy... Was that in the stars? Yeah, actually, uh, we call him the dead guy. Uh, Rick Hauk, who was an excellent uh, astrologer and a very good friend of mine, he, uh, he picked it two years before it happened. He saw it looking at... And that's one reason I use that chart now is that particular United States chart. Is there, is there another United States chart? There's about ten United States charts. Give me one. And not to uh, scare the public, but you gotta, you gotta let us in on something here. Um, I mean, oh, there's something that's happening? Or something that's gonna happen. Uh, December 16th, which is the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, I guess. Oh, get out. Are you serious? Yeah, December 16th. Um, is that your birthday, Corolla? Yeah, that's my birthday. Okay. That's an awful day already. Okay, well, it's, uh, I would expect either, uh, it's, uh, transiting Saturn is going to conjunct, uh, the United States, um, Mercury. So, we may lose our communication systems. Something may be, go down in that direction. All right, nice. Uh, are we having really hard news? Well, it's not horrible. I didn't say death. Right. But, uh, you know. I gotta have internet. It, I gotta have my yeah, cell phone. Yeah, no internet, no cell phone. How about the radio stations go down? I mean, it might be satellites oh, that, or something. That'd you know? be a few days off. I could yeah. use a day off. Yeah. But, uh, no, just, I would expect, uh, Something around December 16th this year. Oh, Jesus, man. All right, write that down. Somebody write that down. Again, can we prank call you at home? 
Uh, don't call me at home. Go That's to the right. website. Go through. Oh, you guys. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Pearl Harbor was December 7th, though. December not the 7th? 16th. Not the right. 16th? Oh, sorry. But, oh, you know what? That's when my sister got married. So <laughs> That's, that was that day. Oh, that was the no last marriage. Deal. That was the last marriage. Yeah, that was, a, that was a different yeah, disaster. Yeah, that, and that it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do you guys got coming up over at RedefeatBush.com? I mean, you're only a week away. What are you guys doing? Uh, you got anything for Halloween? All sorts of things. Uh, if you go to RedefeatBush.com slash Halloween, you can download a uh, poster, uh, well, uh, that you can just print out, you know, eight and a half by 11 on any color laser printer. It's got a picture of uh, Bush superimposed on a pumpkin, and it says four more years of Bush. What could be scarier than that? Mm-hmm. Now, what about you? Do you, are you lean in any way? Deb's the uh, astrology lady? I am a yellow doll Horse Democrat. Okay. You know, that's it. And it doesn't, it, uh, that, that, that doesn't affect either That way. doesn't affect what I'm doing here. Me. You know, no, but that's, no, not a bit. No. I think I'm very... No, the only presidents I've ever voted for that have won have been uh, Jimmy Carter and uh, President Clinton. Yeah. And this will be the third one that I'm voting for that's winning. By the way, you look at uh, Clinton. How bad do you miss him? And you're oh, yeah. There speaking. Oh, God. Uh, it's long for the days. So you guys are have uh, you got the Halloween thing, and you're going to have a, an election party, a redefeatbush.com uh, election party? election party at the International Spy Museum, downtown D.C. Uh, uh, rocks have been there, Dumps? Oh, yeah. Oh, really gosh. Cool. It's, I don't know if you've ever seen the room, the, the party room there, but it's just a brilliant brilliant place to have a party uh we're doing it with women against bush act for love the vast left-wing conspiracy uh thanks to ngp software in dc uh from eight until two or whenever bush concedes uh we don't know when that is months i suspect or never according to your poll december 16th my guess is december 16th is on or thereabouts december 16th when when the news happens says all right already you know all right happens yeah uh, but we've got a, you know, free condoms, cash bar, DJ, and I am prepared to offer a free glass of champagne for everyone there if Bush concedes before 1 a.m. Eastern. That's before we'll be off the air. Well, nice. my feeling is the chances of that happening are slim to none. He's going to give out cars. He just said he'll give a car to you if you're there, <laughs> if he concedes before 1 o'clock. Um well, very cool. I want to thank both of you guys for stopping by. Redefeatbush.com. We've got a link up on our website, radiohideout.com. We've also got a link up to mybirthchart.com. Appreciate with, that. With Deb's the horoscope lady. And, of course, you can see Corolla dancing in his panties. Mm-hmm. A coyote ugly on there, too. It's a very legitimate website. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. <laughs> I want to thank you for giving out all these... Um, I guess we'll have these. We'll give them away. The redefeat Bush uh, umbrellas yeah. that he brought by. Um, I guess we got T-shirts and uh, the condoms as well. Uh, Debs, uh, what's coming up for you? KOL that we oh, can hear I'll you. I'll be KOL uh, tomorrow. That's, Great. Uh, what time is that? Oh, that I am on at uh, between six thirty and seven. Mm-hmm. And that's but it's over the internet. So right. you have got to listen to it over the internet. Beautiful. Hey, yeah. why not? The Deuce Deuce. Yes. That's my favorite internet station. All right. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you guys so much for coming in here. Thank you. And, have a good evening. Um, yeah, you have a good evening and thank you for telling us Carrie is gonna win not once but twice. twice. And actually, honestly, David, thank you to you for your work on redefeatbush.com. It's a great website, it's a great message, and we appreciate you uh, coming in and spending some time with the hideout. We'll take a break, we'll come back. Goat, hang in there. He had an interesting story that also relates to an email that I got at jfkhideout at AOL.com. And um, we'll take a break. We'll be right back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. F-O-U. This is the greatest but the sickest radio I've ever heard. 106.7 WJFK. 
Welcome to the hideout. Innovative and new, creative. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? People don't want to hear the same old thing over and over. You got to come provocative. You know what I mean? You got to be spine tingling with mad styles. I'm a pansy. The hideout. Crazy, dangerous. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. All right, let's bring it home, baby. What's new? How you doing? Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Boo! Uh, <laughs> my headphones are way too loud for that one. What, mine or yours? Yours. Really? Turn up. Let's play that game. Turn up your headphones really loud. You have to do it, too. All right. You ready? Boo! Boo! So stupid. Uh, <laughs> You tell we're giddy. It's like we just spent an hour in history class. <laughs> now we're ready to play. I got to pee. Did I go? I love that, though. Thank you to those guys. Uh, Readafeebush.com and also mybirthchart.com. Uh, Links on up on radiohideout.com. Don't forget julia.net, our guest from last night. And yeah. I guess uh, zombie porn tomorrow, man. The fun just never stops in the hideout. G-Dubs. No, it really doesn't. It never, ever stops. We're uh, blessed. All right, everyone is requesting the gay bar song again. All right, here it is in its entirety, and then we're going to take a couple phone calls. 866-277-4969. Corolla's Dance. His next video. All right, let's go over here. Ghost, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Yo. Dubs, Hefe, you guys rock, man. Stop. You make me blush. I'm blushing. Why you say that? Man, I've just got out of jail today, man. (laughs) I've been listening to you guys for like four months, and I'm telling you, man, every night from 11 to 1, you guys rock, man. So you were in jail, for real? Yeah, man, it sucked. I'm sure. And they let you guys listen on the radio in jail? Of course. Yeah, you get a little walk, man. That's cool, man. God damn, that's cool. So you were in jail. Um, Anybody else listen to the show? I mean, how did we do? Yeah, my part, my cellmate listening to you right now, man. I want to shout out to uh, Tattoo Shorty. Tattoo Shorty. And then, you know what? They all have the aliases already uh, for the hideout. Well, what's up, well, Tattoo Shorty? What did you get locked up for not doing? Right. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't uh, possess to intend to... Uh, Distribute marijuana. I hear you. None of us do. Um, yeah. What is it? What was it like, man? So jail was tough or what? Nah, you know. It was okay. Which jail were you at? Or can you Rappahannock say? Rappahannock Regional Jail. Rappahannock Regional. Stafford. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Did they, uh, anybody make you their bitch or anything? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, hey, well, you know what? Go stop on by, man. Enjoy your man, freedom. I've been trying, man. I, I was dying when you guys made the um coyote ugly on the 22nd man oh dude because you uh because you got out today so you just you just missed it huh 
Man, man, I was when you guys said you were doing one in the end of October. I just knew it was going to be the 29th, but no, nope, you had to make it the 22nd. Well, uh, well, we'll do something else. We'll for do you something else. We, but you should, and you should just come on in when we're doing a normal studio show yeah, and hang out. Yeah, just hang out. Man, with they took man. My, in Virginia. You lose your license for six months. But oh. so, uh, oh, so you're hanging out at I, home, huh? Uh, so you won't be no, able to. I'm at a hotel room you won't be able to hang out at any bars, huh? <laughs> oh, well, you know how that goes. <laughs> no, no bars. Somebody else to drive. Right. All right, Ghost. Well, thank you so much, bro. Hey, and, uh, you guys rock, man. Welcome to freedom, my friend. Hey, you know it. All right, bud. Thank you. All right. And let me say this: they, they call us the prison and shower. So, so the hideout is so mo that we are now an aphrodisiac in prison. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're the number one show in prison. But wait a second. I got this email. <laughs> we're, we're called the Eason Show. <laughs> God. We, um, there's something about us and people who are confined and forced to listen <laughs> because I got this email. We'll just call it a, oh, let me read it to you. I am such a fan of you guys. I wanted to go to Coyote Ugly on Friday. How about this for Budweiser and Coyote Ugly? A couple of people who can't go because of uh, curfew. But I'm in a group home for my substance abuse, and I have a curfew of 930, which effing sucks. Well, you shouldn't be. If you're, if you're in for substance abuse, you shouldn't be going to the bar. Yes, you should. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to tell you guys. Well, it depends on what kind of bar you go to. <laughs> you rule All right, and done. ease up on Corolla. I think he's sweet. Signed, Lenny. Lenny? I'm just playing. I'm just jerking your chain. Um, actually, it's, uh, I don't want to give out her real name if she's in for substance abuse. We'll just call her Rude Girl. Let me see. But, um, but Rude Girl. So thank you, sweetie. I know you're in, and, uh, I guess you listen every night, and it's really hot. You got I wonder sort of... if, uh, she's a heroin addict, because then those chicks are real hot. Oh, dude. She, I bet she's All skinny. skinny. Yeah. You know, she's not plump if she's doing that. Get out of here. I'm not giving you her email address, Corolla. She th- says she thinks you're sweet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing stuff at him. Oh, look at this. Long time no talk. Madden Tan, welcome into the hideout. So I hear I didn't make it this week. Yeah, you lost I mean, by two points eh, in the hideout happens. fantasy football league. It happens. It's actually, in. it's making its rounds pretty well. because Everybody's getting except for Sid and Matt so far. And you. Well, Sid's team oh. is pretty vicious, man. Yeah, it is. team is pretty vicious. I could have sworn I was losing this week. I really thought I was going to lose. All right, you know what? Now, while we got you on the phone, man, Tan, let's do this. What's up? All right, we can decide what we want to do tomorrow. All right, because you're going to come and pay off your stunt, correct? Yeah, yeah. Radiohideout.com, Fantasy Football League, whoever has the lowest points ends up doing a stunt. That's right. Dubs, tonight, I don't know if you knew this, tonight was the drag race in DuPont Circle. <laughs> Um, it's so fun, it's scary. I saw this in the Washington Express. Apparently, a bunch of dudes go out. It's a uh, the 17th Street High Hill Race. Right. Um, it's, a, it's a big deal, apparently. I, didn't, I can't believe we I heard about it last year. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't know about it, or at least I didn't know about it. So we could do this. Uh, I was supposed to uh, lead it. I was right. supposed to be the pace car. Man, Tan, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a choice. What's up? Unless you want to come up with a stunt, too. I'll give you an option of coming up with something. Um, we could have you and Corolla race in high heels around the studio or around the right. station. We could do that. That could be kind of fun. It's always good for a video. Corolla has to do it just because he's the loser. Um, if you got it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. The other one that I was actually willing to do for me or that I had come up with for myself was, Dubs, you know that in Montgomery County, flu shots, they're a huge deal. And they're having these lotteries to see who yeah. can get the vaccine. 
Right. I thought about bringing something back and combining a little bit. What if we have a hideout lottery with everybody who is involved with the league? We pull out a name. Whoever's name we pull out, obviously we wouldn't be able to pull out you, Mantan. Right. It's to spit in Mantan's face. Oh, wow. There's no way any grown man is spitting in my face. I will stab him to death in that studio. Well, I, I was willing to do it. I didn't know if you'd be willing to do that or not. No way. You can't let another man spit in your face. What's wrong with you, F.A.? Uh, well, no, I mean, I'm just saying you got to pay off a bet. So that means you're running in heels. I run in heels. You give me a size 12 triple E's, I'll do it. All right. You know, it's going to be tough to run in heels. I want you to uh, to get a dress. And I wear nothing less than six-inch pumps, so All get right. the boys on it. I, you know what? Find a dress. Bring in a dress. You and Corolla each. Corolla has to run in his panties. He has to run in the same outfit that's in the uh, music video on RadioHideout.com. I'll bring in the Under Armour. He's got to run in the panties and the, hey, and the bra. Hey, you know what's scary is that the, that your show is actually reaching guys in prisons, which, you know, kind of makes me nervous. But also, on the other hand, you're reaching home for wayward girls with uh, Rude Girl. I just want to tell her, you know, if she's still listening and she meets me at uh, in the parking lot, 1 o'clock, I got two balloon bags, you know, we can trade out. <laughs> you want to help now, her. Do you, think we we're, do, you, do you think we're giving the people in prison some ideas, some uh, innovative ideas? Oh, come on, you know Oh, it. man. I, I'm I, sure that's a – I bet that's what they do in prison. They look forward to lunch where they can go out for recess and they can reenact what they heard on the hideout the night before. I just pray to God there's no knuckle trails in my voice. I just pray. <laughs> All right, so bring, you got to find your dress. Bring in your dress tomorrow. You and Corolla are drag racing around the studios. Right on. Uh, other than that, man, Tan, what's going on with you? Yeah, how you been? Nothing, man. I've just been working. I'm trying to get this Polish girl on a damn plane out of this country. Oh, she's still I sticking mean, around? Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out. Stubbs, you gotta be my wingman. I'm going to yet another Polish party. Oh this no. The Polish Halloween party. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Call in with Polish jokes now, 866-277-4969. Um, so, dude, you get involved, cause now, pretty soon, she's gonna wanna marry the man tan so she can no, stay in no, the country. No. no You're no, gonna end up no. settling down. No, no, no. I'm just trying to get on a plane, bro. All right. Well, we'll I'm see you tomorrow. On plane. Fact, right, bro. Get one of her dresses so you can come in and run around. <laughs> I, I can fit in one of her dresses. Isn't that hot? <laughs> so hot. I'm wearing her panties right now. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. And we'll see uh, Corolla tomorrow running around. How did I get thrown into this? Well, you're such a hit on RadioHideout.com, and we need you to practice for your new music video and your new theme song. versus Mantan, second segment, running around uh, in the drag race. Mantan wins. I concede. No, you're it, running tomorrow. It doesn't matter who wins it. He just got to have a partner. You can't run out there alone. Come on, don't you care about the listeners? You're just sleeping with them and leaving them. Fine. I'll do it. Have you heard? I don't you... know if I'm going to be able to find pumps on such short notice. No, you're going to wear the same outfit that you wore at a Coyote Ugly. The red socks. The um the sports bra, the panties, and my Under Armour, right? Which I haven't washed yet, so I'll just bring it in. Dude, dude, I want to take that to say it. No, so we can isolate it. Nope. Hold on a second. Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up? 
How you doing? Hey, hey uh, I got a. There's a couple of us here that work with work with uh, Corolla. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, last Saturday night, I tried to get him to go to a strip club. There were a group of us going, and he said he didn't want to go because he was a superstar and he was going to a gay bar. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is your thing now, Corolla. You don't want to go hang out with your buddies at the strip bar because you want to end up going to another place. Why are you turning down your friends? Thank you, Mike. No problem, fellas. Don't give up tomorrow when you're racing. How about this? If you beat Mantan tomorrow... We won't make fun of you for the rest of the week. No, I can't. I We just got this gem. For the for an entire day. Yeah, for the rest of the show. Yeah. We'll leave you alone the rest of the show. From then on out, we're making fun of Benicio. Yeah. Shh. Okay. Alex Corolla, you're a star. How? At the gay bar. Just throwing stuff at him now. This is like a playground. I always... You son of a bitch, you turned off my mic with that. All right. It's like shop class. Yeah. Where, you know, you, there's no rules. You're supposed to be doing work. We're not working. But we, we end up just throwing stuff at the retard. Um, Dubs, there's so much <laughs> else. <laughs> Look at him. Just walks. Where are you going? Leave. No. Okay, leave. Beat it. No, come on back. Who said you could have mic time? Go away. <laughs> come on back in. Hang up for the rest of the show. Dubs, this was so off the air, and it was just for us. Yesterday, you kept kicking uh, Carol out of the studio just to see how many times you could do it. Yeah, and actually telling him during the break, dude, you don't really have to leave. I'm just seeing how many times you'll actually leave the studio. And the next the next time, I just start pointing at the door and telling him to get out, and he'd just walk out with his head down. Like, just get out of here. Beat it. What do you hear? Oh, hold on. There's a call for you. Babyface, you're in the hideout. Uh, if you're going to have a drag race for Corolla tomorrow, why don't you just make him dress up and drag? I mean, if he's gay, you know, might as well. Man, it's not that big a deal. And again, there's nothing wrong with any of that. I oh. know. I wish the you... outfit he has in the video is good and all, but, you know, he's just got to go the extra length. You know, the, extra, the whole 10 yards. All right, you know what? Did I'll... you watch the video? I let him go. Of course, he must have seen it. How about this? You know what? You've already worn that outfit. I want a mini skirt and, and a halter top. Yeah. Where am I supposed to get a mini skirt and halter top from? Kmart. Sarah. Or Diane or Jen. You know, any of the uh, mohags. You or maybe, you know, even uh, John. John could have one. You know, your friend from Coyote Ugly. The guy that took you to a gay bar later. What's wrong with us? He doesn't want a mushroom cloud, he wants a mushroom stamp. <laughs> You're cool, dude. You're the coolest. I hope your girlfriend isn't listening. Vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. God. Forget the miniskirt bikini race. God damn, you're brilliant.
I don't know what it is about you, vampire. That's brilliant. Banana hammock race. Exactly. Nothing better than a good bikini race around the radio station. I'm digging that one. That one's good. Thank you, vampire. 5,000, man. 5,000. Vampire, guy who gets the show. Calls when he has something to say. Punches out with the 5,000. Um, Dubs, you know, this is something I want to get into. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow with Mantan. Yeah. Um, black icon. Do you know who the number one black icon is? Jesus. It's Jesus. And I have so much that I want to, I want, I could get into it now. I, I want to talk to Mantan about it. Did you it. see the picture they put at the Last Supper, though, of Jesus? Mm-mm. Just a black guy with a big fro. No. I, I swear, if you read the article, look at the picture. All right, what was that, on News Filter? Uh, I believe so, yes. You know what? I'll have to do some show prep when I get home, and I'll read about that. Um, but um, Corolla versus Mantan tomorrow in the drag race. Oh, here's something. I saw this. Did you hear about Lenny Kravitz clogging up the toilet? No. All right, here it is. Four-time Grammy winner, uh, Grammy Award winner Lenny Kravitz is being sued for more than $300,000 by an insurance company that claims his toilet overflow uh, ruined a neighbor's apartment and causing catastrophic water damage. Where are you going? Where are you going, Corolla? Do you have anything to add to this conversation? No. Then beat it. Get out of here. Um, I just start, Dubs, do you flush the toilet paper or do you throw it away? Oh, you got to flush it. You can't keep that stuff sitting around you. See, now, I was brought up, and I know this is going to be really odd. I was brought up to throw it away. That is absolutely disgusting. Because You know what I really hate? When people throw it away in the public restrooms. Well, here's why. Because every time it would clog the toilet, and so, like, especially, like, out in West Texas and stuff, and um, they were like, don't flush it, throw it away. And you empty out the trash like twice a day out of the bathroom, but you got to throw it away. What, Bateman? Please, for the love of God, next topic. This is the most disgusting thing we've ever talked about. No, I'm just... What are you? Are you a flesh guy? Of course. This not an animal. No, it's not animals. It's about not having a proper, you know, sewage system, and you got to throw it away. You know, Bring the money. Get the proper, proper sewage system. Some people are poor when they're growing up, J-Dub. You weren't. I use a litter box. I was, I, I was poor. No, I'm not talking about me, but I'm talking about, like, family members. But what about you, though? Well, no, when I would go visit my family uh. members' houses, they were like, do not flush it, throw it away. And they emptied the trash twice a day. Ugh. Look, man, you're making fun of people that have socioeconomic issues. Let's, get, let's make fun of fat kids. All right, hold on a second. I got this, Dubs. Let's say somebody was in the toilet. Like you. You were the worst. Nobody likes to follow you here at WJFK. Oh, yeah. Yeah. O'Mara has joked about it's a 615. Dubs is destroying the downstairs bathroom. Let me ask you this. Which of the following celebrities would you not want to follow? Okay? Just maybe based on a whole bunch of stuff. Lenny Kravitz? Um, I couldn't imagine. You know what I mean? I don't know. How about this one? John Goodman. Could you, ima- could you imagine following Goodman in the stall? All right. Let me get the third one. What? Louis Anderson. <laughs> you know that one just destroys everything. Right. <laughs> Star Jones. The only thing is that now that she's got the stomach stapling, 
they're probably not so bad. You know, I, I still think there's enough backup in there from years and years of... Oh, yeah. Of, Imagine you master cleanses. Oh. God, you, you got a hoagie coming out of there that she ate in seventh grade. Tony Saragusa. Oh, that's a great one. Tony Saragusa is a good one. Nice one, Corolla. Beat it. <laughs> um, Cedric the Entertainer. That'd be a rough one. We're just picking fat people now. Like, all fat people stink when they go to the bathroom. Matt Albert after the bowel ball. Oh, God, that was that was worse than me. That was... That, we that forgot about the bowel ball. We fed Matt Albert a burrito with three X-lax, and we, we placed bets as to, like... When he would have to uh, go to the bathroom. Maybe we should do that again. You think we can get away with that now? We didn't... There was nothing that was said that couldn't, uh... You know, we just said he's going to do this. Now we're just going to wonder when he leaves from the restroom. Sure, we could do it. Okay. Sid Kata, Belcher, I'm getting this on the instant feed. Oh, Belcher. Oh, couldn't even imagine. Larry King? Larry King. It's Coffee. Just, it's just old, you know. Uh, have you ever had to, like, follow your grandpa or something? That, I'm thinking That's the worst. The smell of coffee. That's all I could imagine. Brand muffins. Ted Kennedy? Ted, I think, would be fairly clean. I think, I think he's been flushed out quite often. Jennifer Aniston? Oh, I would I would follow that trail. Shaq. Ooh, Shaq. I would like to see Shaq just do it, just to see how high his knees come up on a normal toilet. You know, he's, he's probably right around his shoulders. By the way, let me say this real quick, little admission. I moved into my new apartment. Yeah. And um, I've got, <laughs> I actually got a great deal. It's like handicapped handicapped accessible yeah and so but like the the restrooms are built for handicapped people Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of room it's got like the bars but it's got a handicapped toilet which means it's higher up it's nice isn't it no because when i sit down i'm on my tippy toes (laughs) because uh, even though i'm 5'11 six foot i uh you're five eight nine seven I got stubby legs. Nine. Six. Four. No. That's Bateman. Five, oh. Five, two. Um, but anyway. All right. All right. Now, see, we pissed someone off. He goes, um, Cozenator, how can you make this revelation right before you sign off? This is the worst tease ever. He wanted us to talk more well, about this. Well, let me just wrap it up with saying I wipe forward. And um, on that note, don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout. Um, tomorrow night, zombie porn and the drag race between Mantan and Corolla. Porno Dan Thursday night. Ooh. All right. Let's get out of here. Joanna Angel being The Hideout. All this talk got me off. All right. Bubbly. We know what? Think for yourself. Question authority. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Mantan. I am gay. Mantan. My fingers smell pretty. Mantan. I love Boston Red Sox. 
Love Boston Red Sox. I 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 love Boston Red Sox. I'm the devil. Ah, I'm the devil. Ah, I'm the devil. Ah, man, I'm the devil. Ah, I'm the my fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. Bad monkey, bad, 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 bad I be smacking my hose. I be smacking my hose. I be smacking my hose. My fingers smell pretty. Not interested. I am gay. Five thousand.